Back for a third installment of what it means to be a woman in today's world. Volume three, cheese. Volume three. Yeah, just like Back to the Future and I guess Ghostbusters. Since we're talking about it, I don't know if it continues on as Ghostbusters 3 or if the movie ended up being like a remake of the first one. I'm not too sure. Who knows? But we haven't seen it. Ow. Um... Yeah, if we go into the Back to the Future, hopefully that last one we did wasn't the worst one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the third one was the worst one. But this one will be different. This will be the good trilogy. No. This will be like uh, Toy Dis- Story 3. Erroneous cheese, I disagree with you. My opinion is the second one was the worst one. The third one, the Western one, was second best. Mm, I disagree. I think the second one was great. Yeah. I think everybody agrees with you, but I think that the second one is great because I love I love interpretations of the future. I don't really give a crap about what well, happened. I disagree again. I disagree again, Cheese. I think that the majority are with you, and most people dislike the third one and feel it was just a cash grab. Oh. We are really yeah. not in sync here. Yeah, well, we're going to completely bypass that. We're going to say that this will be the Toy Story 3 of our podcast. And oh. This will be the best. Yeah, is. the best one, and we'll make you laugh and cry and... I don't, want, I don't want to cry. Nah, nothing wrong with crying there, Tugboat. Sometimes you got to have a good cry. Just get it out. Clean the pipes. I did my best. I did my freaking best. Dump your ducks. <laughs> um, so what do we got? We've got for our third one. We, can't, uh, we finished up with the Ghostbusters, and now we're going to go into... Um, this was something that I had read about one woman's experience in today's world. Lay it on me. This one. So, um, this uh, female, I think she, she was middle-aged and she had kids and stuff and she kind of had the perspective um, of like, nowadays, there's a little bit more freedom of like, and acceptance of, of, and choice, like for your choices that you make as a female. So, um, you have a little bit more freedom in the job that you can go into, um, you have choices to be a stay-at-home mom or to balance some at-home life with work life, with social life, with everything, um, and that can be really positive, but it can also sort of be a bit, she felt like it can almost be like too much choice um, or a little bit too much freedom, not having a whole lot of examples coming before her, so like you have to navigate the, the be-it-all, do-it-all, I guess, um, type of choices, whereas before you had that beeline to, okay, if I'm a, a woman, this is exactly what it means. I just have to, like, look good and uh, have kids and get married and find a husband, so there's that beeline. So if that worked for you, that was a really easy thing. It was great to live within that perspective. However, if that didn't fit, that would be really, really hard. You'd be kind of persecuted for wanting to be single or wanted to be uh, without children, and that still exists to a certain extent today, for sure. Um, but again, without having those examples and how to do this, there's a whole lot of trying to figure out this this new path where you do have a lot, uh, quite a few more options than before. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think in the old olden days, before our time, it was almost just accepted that. You know, back to Aziz's business. You just 
find a boy that lives close by and get out of your parents' house and, you know, get a baby put in you and away you go. That's the next 30 years. Done. Yeah. And you didn't have to think about choice or what you wanted to be or who you wanted to be. It just, well, this is, this is my path. It's given to me. Life was yeah. just more simple. Yeah. And like one of the, um, I guess one of the things that I, I have seen um, within my work that I do with, with individuals and stuff is that when you have that as a sole purpose or, or a role in your life where it's kind of like marry a person and have kids and, and being a mother becomes your entire role, that becomes like your identity um, when, when kids leave the nest, um, you have a really difficult time kind of moving forward because you don't have necessary a full balanced picture of yourself it's like your identity was a mother so if you can't be like a full-time mother anymore because your kids are gone um it's just sort of like who are you and what do you do um and i feel like nowadays um this is i guess kind of in general but like for women like they have that opportunity as a young person to be able to travel a lot more to be able to pursue their uh careers and their interests and their passions and kind of develop who they are, which is a difficult task to figure out who you are, but it's almost a little bit easier to do in your 20s than what it would be in like your 40s or 50s um, when when you've spent so much time just being this one thing. Yeah, when you, you're basically trying to find a new identity, which is potentially your original identity. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I think that's like a, like a cool part that say being a woman today kind of uh, is pretty awesome. It's just a little bit more freedom and being able to kind of figure out who you are and, and pursue which passions that you have and not having those stunted just because like you did, like you, um, I guess we're, we're not to say forced, but it was expected of you to marry young and start having kids young and all that kind of stuff. So Agreed. Agreed. I, I can't contribute much to that one. She's, I don't, uh, I, I don't know what the, uh, I'm a dude. Um, <laughs> somehow that was my excuse. Just trail off into, I'm a dude. Um, no, what's, what's interesting that spins off of that is like, what still exists. Um, and this, this can come at people at the, the same age, but largely from the older population is, um, you get that frequent sort of, uh, when are you getting, have you found a nice boy? And then if you are married or engaged in something, it's like, when are you going to have kids? So like, there's this automatic assumption that you want to get married, that you should get married, and that once you're married, you should have kids, where that's not necessarily true for everyone. And people don't see that as sort of like an inappropriate question at times. They, they see it as like completely normal. And, yeah. And, uh, well, I find myself okay. asking now instead of, when are you having kids? When it's it's more uh, like in a serious thing. I like to tease people sometimes, but in a serious point of view, it's are you guys you know are you thinking of having kids or are you just kind of which is a super personal question, so you can't just ask anybody that. But um, yeah, yeah, a lot of people, and then people you know they they wait now, um, even yeah. even to get married. You know they may meet a nice boy, but they don't get married until they're like thirty now, whereas you know, my parents were married in their mid-20s, and they were late for their generation. A lot of them were married, 
you know, 1920, not the year 1920, but the age range of 1920. Like, that would have been just really weird if everyone got married in 1920, like, super busy for churches. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did have kind of a baby boom, and, like, everybody was born in 1946 or something like that, but, uh, um, well, but yeah, so... And I agree. I agree with what you're what you're saying there. There's there's a significant difference there, and there is a difference between the question, um, when are you having kids, versus do you think that you will have kids? I mean, they're still both very personal, and maybe not shouldn't be maybe your first go to when talking to people that you don't know. Um, but at least, do you think you will have kids? Kind of provides them a, an opportunity to say like yes or no, or give you an, an example where it's like when are you having kids is like an expectation. It's like you're gonna have them. Yeah. When? You know? Just when. And then, um, what about marriage? She's for women today. Are they expected to just get married, or is that kind of more of a choice thing now than it was in the past? No, like a lot of people, like in our generation, are even choosing not to get married or whatever, just because, like, it can be like a very expensive venture just to, like, you're already together, like, you spend a lot of money having a wedding um, and getting it illegal and all that kind of stuff, which makes divorce and all that stuff infinitely more complicated. Um, it's like, who's going to go through the thing just to get a piece of paper? Um, so a lot of people aren't even getting married, but they're still, like, uh, committing to a relationship and like buying a house together or um, like pets and having kids or whatever. So um, marriage is kind of decreasing a little, a little bit. Just the idea of that. Um, but uh, yeah, people are, I guess, maybe getting into committed stuff maybe a little bit later, later in life at times um, than than what it would have been before. I think we've talked about that in another podcast. Well, I'm sure um, I find it interesting that in you know in our anglophone culture we're just catching up to our francophone countrymen because in quebec a lot of my colleagues and i've you know i've talked about it with them over a couple of years but it sounds like from their perspective that a lot of their friends and acquaintances etc like they don't have that pressure to get married at all in that kind of culture it's more you know it's your partner and you don't say your wife usually you just say your partner and that might be a translation thing. I don't know, but they, a lot of them aren't married and they just, yeah, I don't need to get married. I don't, you know, marriage might be more of a religious thing for the French. They seem to tie a lot of things to religion. So not getting married might ease the tension there, but yeah, it's, it's not, it's not crucial. Whereas, you know, if you go in this part of the world, a lot of people, like, it's, when are you getting married? Did you find someone to marry yet? How come you're not married yet? You're awfully old to not be married. Yeah, yeah. That's how they like, say it. Yeah. In marriage question. Yeah, and then eventually they just stop asking, and then you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> Should I be worried? No. No, uh, no, 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 no. Um, so, you know, yeah, I, I think... Uh, yeah, it's kind of trending that way where it's like maybe not as, as important to people, but it doesn't really take away the amount of things that people are committed to. And there is like a, a change as far as like I've heard of, of women um, proposing to their men, um, whereas it was traditionally the other way around. Um, so that that's a little bit, I guess, different, and that's, that's fine. Yeah, no, it's... 
I think uh, I, I I like that. I find that refreshing that uh, women would quote unquote take the lead on certain things like that because uh, from the other side of the coin, because I've been pretty balanced so far, so I might as well put my bad cop hat on. Um, and we talked about it, I think, in our man trilogy, but there's certain things that men are just expected to do. Um, so from the other, going back to the balance perspective, why can't women do some of those things? Like why can't a woman treat a man to dinner or why can't a woman propose? Cause somehow those are the same, but that's, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're damaging a male ego. You're threatening their purpose and their duty. Yeah, but I would prefer if they paid sometimes because I'm cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I like that. I find that refreshing that women would uh, would propose and kind of throw the traditional waiting around for a guy to propose out the window. If she knows what she wants, go get it. Done. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's very much like a product of, like our generation and stuff, but I don't see any issues with equality, whereas like some, and this is a generalization to like older populations, but they had different things, so it's it's kind of threatening or confusing, um, and that's and that's what's difficult when you have sort of a system that was built by older generations based on certain things, and then now that's that's changed, values have changed, but a lot of times like the system or or um, a lot of things that are in our world haven't caught up. To that change yet um so we're working working on it yeah i watched the jim jeffries couple of stand-up specials and he talked about uh he's like what do you mean the government telling me how to live they can't tell me how to live because they already told me how to live 200 years ago so no new information has come to light for me so uh i'm just yeah. gonna go with how they said to do it 200 years ago yeah which is hilarious but also Starkeningly accurate. Starkeningly, yeah, like, I don't know. If you could treat um, like equality the way that we treat like the new iPhone or something, that would probably be a lot better. Um, Updated every like, six just, days. Like constantly just jumping on the on the new new information train. Yeah, which is how it would work if science was kind of the leader and not other things. But that's a whole other bag of biscuits. That's a whole other topic. Um, so, I think we've covered... Do we talk um, about them kids? That's the last one I got not checked here, is having kids. Kids! I think we talked about kids. I think, the no I think the other, the last part is, um, we talked in the first episode about some women just want to be a mom and etc. Um, what about overall the role in the family for a woman in today's society? Um, you know, can they be the breadwinner and also be a mother? Um, is that legitimate? Um, are they always expected to kind of be the servant? I know a lot of this kicked off from one of my assistants going to church for the first time and some of the language used by the pastor really incited some, you know, new feelings in her of, kind of basically brought the feminist out. Um, the kind of message was, well, a woman should be the servant of the family and should be serving and just really downplaying the role of a woman. 
Um, just saying she should be a servant, be in the background and keep her mouth shut more or less. And I get, for some reason that offended her. Um, probably cause it's pretty, um, antiquated and unrealistic in today's world. But you know, how do, how do you see that? How do you see a woman in the family? What, what's the role of a woman in that family, typical family unit? Well, I think it's like, uh, what I talked about earlier about, um, like with the freedom, the freedom of choice, like there's a few more options, like, uh, now that it's, uh, I guess, I get more accepted to have like full or part-time working kids at the same time. Um, sometimes the family dynamic has changed significantly. Um, I know personally that, um, my mom worked part-time and also raised kids and also did, like, the cooking and the cleaning. Um, and what I noticed from that, and I mean, some of it was choice and some of it was expectation and blah, blah, blah. But what I saw was that my mom was, you know, quite quite tired a lot. Um, and I don't mean that in a, in a disrespectful way. I just mean, like, she had a lot of responsibilities. It, it was really hard to balance all of that kind of stuff and like as a kid I didn't really acknowledge or understand um, like how much work that was and how much there was like sacrifice um, taking in your own interests because you were spending all your time working cleaning cooking and taking care of the kids yeah and I mean um, you're just worried about where your next dunkaroos are coming from at that age oh definitely definitely and I mean like, the day I found uh, the Dunkaroos myself, that was great. Um, but, but there was kind of that expectation that like I would be just taken care of or, or say catered to, like you were saying about like the serving the family. Um, and my mom was quite religious, so I don't know if that's where that came from or if it, I think it's a little bit of a generational thing as well. My grandma's like that. So, um, but, uh, there is a bit more freedom where I see like today going is that it can just be very confusing. There's really no roadmap on how to, balance all of these things um, between, say, full-time work, raising a family, cooking the meals and stuff. Um, if you're financially well enough, a lot of people just bring in, like, nannies or, or um, buy a lot more of their meals, all that kind of stuff. But I also see that men are taking over a lot of roles that didn't really, they didn't take over beforehand. Again, on a personal, I would see myself I like to cook, like I cook a lot because uh, two glasses of wine works full time and also trains a lot for her triathlon stuff. So, um, you know, I pick up my end of the stick and kind of do some more of the cleaning and I cook a lot and I really like it. Um, so there's just like a little bit more balance, but it just kind of has to be discussed. Yeah, that, that was going to be my comment was, you know, in today's family unit, you just have to make sure that you have a good partner that you can balance that stuff and figure it out with and then you just kind of yeah like you say just figure it out as you go there's no roadmap you just solve the mystery yeah yeah and just like having those those talks about expectations because i think what happens a lot again with these privilege or what maybe we saw when we were growing up is that we have a lot of these expectations that we're not even aware that we have um until those expectations are met are met and you get kind of like pissed off and then you start to realize, like, oh, man, no, like, I, I have a role to play in this as well, not just this person should be doing this because that's 
and that's the that's the fun part about two different people growing up in two different circumstances trying to meld their lives together without good communication that might go squarely because for the dude maybe his mom did everything and for the girl maybe her parents had a nice balance so she expects balance he expects not balance <laughs> train wreck I think that's what the movie was about, the one that had LeBron in it. I think that was the whole plot, was just... Trainwreck? Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so don't don't tell me what it's actually about, but I'm pretty sure that's what the plot is. All I would say to you, no spoilers, I would just encourage you to watch it, and I would encourage everybody else to watch it. Good film. Right, we'll, see, we'll see if it makes it to Netflix. It might be on there already, I have no idea. But, um, alright... So I would say, like, our last point that we would like to talk about is, like, this is a, obviously a dude's perspective. Like, this is what we've kind of uh, experienced or, or viewed or have seen, kind of spoken about. But uh, it would be really cool to hear some more, like, individual, personal experiences from, like, a woman's perspective. So if you do listen to this, um, by all means, leave comments on the tugboat.ca. Or just reach out to the tugboat himself, and we can have a... Uh... A three-way chat with Cheese and any listeners, if there are female listeners, who knows? But uh, yeah. yeah, we can chat it out. Have a have a intelligent squared type debate debate about it. A, was it Cambridge or Oxford style debate? That's always yeah. fun. Uh, we can have those. I'm I'm with engaging in like a Socratic dialogue or 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 whatever. Yeah, sure. Academics and whatnot, science. Yeah, uh, uh, Aristotle. Um. <laughs> All right, cheese. Do you want to do any kind of summary of that one, or should we just let it stand as is? Uh, I think we'll let it stand as is. That was a briefer one. Probably don't need to refresh your memory. Some about uh, yeah, the kids are no kids. Also, like the increase in, in freedom and choices, but then what comes with that is. Um, there's no roadmap and there hasn't been laid out so you have those many choices and sometimes that can be a bit um, uh, it can create a lot of I guess doubt in the choices that you're making and marriage is going down 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 yeah but not necessarily committed relationships no they're going up 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 I did a I did a sassy shoulder wag with that one that you can't see but uh, okay well, let's uh, sign off there then, Cheese. I think we've given a given a good good go at that topic, and we'll hope that someone comes back at us and calls us on any BS that we've laid out for people. Yeah. Woo! All right, conversations with Cheese in the tugboat. This is Cheese cheesing off. And this is tugboat tugging off. I mean, uh oh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> signing out.